0: Hare Krishna! Welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. And in today's session, we will be studying the final leg, or the final uh, discussion about the fifth verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is elaborately explained in the fourth chapter of the Adalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita. This verse, with this sloka, uh, explains the confidential reason uh, why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually came. And the 6th verse goes into even greater depth of the confidential reason. So today we will be, uh, we'll be studying 4th chapter of the Adalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita, verses 73 all the way through 100. 100. <speaking in Hebrew> om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Omagyanati Mirandhas, Jnananjana Shalakaya, Chakshurun Melitam Yena, Tasmai Sri Guravenamaha, Sri Chaitanyamano Bhishtam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Kadamahim Dadati Svapadanticam, Vandeham Sri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamstha, Sri Rupam Sagrajatam, Sahagana Raghunathāṇvitaṁ taṁsajīvaṁ Sādvaitaṁ sāvadhūtaṁ Parijana sahitaṁ krishna chaitanya devaṁ Śrī Rādhā krishna Padan, Sahagana lalita śrī viṣākhānvitaṁ ścā He Krishna karuna sindho dīna jagatpate Gopesa gopika kānta rādhā kānta namo तब तक राधे बिंदावनेश्वरी वृश्भानु सुते देवी प्रणामामि हरे प्रिये वांछा कल्पतरु भ्यस्या कृपा पदितानां पावने भ्यो वैष्णवे नमो नमः नमः ओम विष्णु पादाय श्रीमते भक्ति दिनामिने Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvise Shasunyavadi Paschatyade Shatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Ananda Sri Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaurav Haktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama, Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita, <clears throat> and in today's verse, I mean we will first chant the verse, the main verse that we are discussing, and then after that we will go through the explanations from where we stopped from the, at the previous session. So this is the main verse, um, Adilila, chapter one text five, which is also repeated in chapter four text fifty five. राधा कृष्णा प्रणय विकृतिर लादि निशक्ति रस्मार एकात्माना वापिभु विपुरा देह भेदम् गतोतो चैतन्याख्यं प्रकतम अधुना तद्वयं चैक्यमातं राधा भावध्युति सुवलितं नौमे कृष्णा स्वरूपं So this is the verse. The loving affairs of Sri Radha and Krishna are transcendental manifestations of the Lord's internal pleasure-giving potency. Although Radha and Krishna are one in their identity, they separated themselves eternally. Now these two transcendental identities have again united in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya, I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimati Radharani, although he is Krishna himself. So if we see the word to word, it's good to know the word to word uh, because then we can connect why I mean how the explanation is actually flowing in these verses that explain this main verse. So Radha Krishna, Radha, Srimati Radharani. Krishna of Lord Krishna, Pranaya of Love, Vikrityi the Transformation, Hladini Shaktihe, pleasure potency, Asmat from this, Eka Atmanau both the same in identity, Api although, Bhuvi on earth, Pura from beginningless time, Dehabhedam separate forms, Gatao obtained, Tau these two. Chaitanya Akyam, known as Sri Chaitanya, Prakatam, Manifest, Adhuna, Now, Tat Dvayam, the two of them, Cha and Aikyam, Unity, Aptam, Obtained, Radha of Srimati Radharani, Bhava, Mood, Duty, the Lustre or the Complexion, Suvalitam, who is adorned with, now me, I offer my obeisances Krishna Swarupam to him who is identical with Shri Krishna. So, Krishna Radharani is identical with Shri Krishna. She is as powerful as him. In fact, <laughs> there is um, transcendental controversy. Some say that Krishna is um, superior to Radharani. And some, they maintain that, especially in Vrindavan, they maintain that Radharani is superior to Krishna because she enchants even Krishna. So, the one who can attract, the attractor of everybody else should be more powerful than him. So, that's their understanding. So, it's not wrong in one sense, you see. So, in other words, uh, Radha and Krishna are inseparable. Huh? and uh, krishna expanded himself as radharani i mean expanded means as if it's happened some some sometime in the past but not exactly (laughs) they separated themselves eternally Hmm. to um, enjoy rasa enjoy uh, the devotional mellows okay so he we stopped at i don't know if you remember but last week we studied um, the Sandhini Shakti the Samvit Shakti the Hladini Shakti in great detail uh, what is the spiritual energy and what are the three divisions and how that spiritual energy expands into the material energy as the three modes and the interactions of which cause different kinds of feelings all those things we have uh, studied in the last on last Saturday and here we have in fact i just um, was thinking about this verse how the internal energy okay actually was supposed to start at 73 but i was just thinking about this verse i think which comes at 16. yeah see here chapter 4 text 16. Here it says Hladani Karaya Krishnaer aswadan Hladaniir Dvara Kore potion. That Hladani energy gives Krishna pleasure and nourishes his devotees. So I was just thinking, um, this is the position of mother. See, Radharani is the supreme mother of everyone. And if we consider our own mother, so the mother uh, the, the woman has different relationship with the husband and with the child. Now the different bodily parts of the woman are enjoyed by the husband, but they nourish the child, especially um, the breasts and the genitals, they are enjoyed by the man. but then the child is nourished. When when the child is in the womb, the child is nourished, and even when the child comes out, the child is nourished by the breasts of the woman. So in that way, the the woman is enjoyed by the the husband, but then nourished uh, nourishes the child. So I mean, even the arms, um, I mean, the man would want to embrace, but then the child would want to be carried. So, in another in sense, I mean, in, this is an example. I mean, perfect example of the mother and Radharani is meant for the complete enjoyment of Shri Krishna. Uh, we should never think uh, Radharani as a giver of pleasure for us. No, that's why a devotee never asks anything from the Lord. Uh, he only asks how to be always engaged in the service. So the uh, Srimati Radharani is the supreme protectress of everyone, all the devotees. You know, uh, gives Krishna pleasure and nourishes his devotees. So, a uh, devotee should always take shelter of Radharani in order to get service of Krishna. And to take shelter of Radharani, we have to take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. And to get their shelter, we have to follow the six Goswamis and to get their shelter, we must follow our, spir- our spiritual master, Śrīla Prabhupāda. So, in that way, um, we have to take shelter of Krishna, Dasana Dasanu Das. Okay, so we have read about Srimati um, Radharāṇī, how exalted she is and now, we will study, as here it is said, Krishna Now please listen to how Lord Krishna's consorts help him taste Rasa and how they help in his pastimes. So, we have read about Srimati Radharani and um, I mean the Sandhini, Samvit, Hladini. Now we have to understand that every Shakti that comes, every energy that comes, whether it's the the consorts of Krishna or even in the material world, everybody is actually an expansion of Radharani and here especially it is mentioned the consorts of Krishna. Krishna Kanta Gana Dekhi Trividha Prakar Lakshmi Gana Pure Mahishi Gana Vrajangana rupār Kanta Ganasar Sri Radhika Hoite Kanta Gane So Krishna Kanta Gana. Kanta means the lovers of the Lord. Like the conjugal lovers, the consorts the beloved consorts of lord krishna are of three kinds okay? here you see krishna kanthagan dekhi trividha prakar trividha ek lakshmi pure mahishi gan ar so first is lakshmi gan all the lakshmi lakshmi sahasra shata sam Brahma sevya manam so the lakshmi sahasra shata all the millions and millions of lakshmis they are the one group of consorts the lakshmis of the Vaikuntha world, the consort of Narayan. Then, Pure Mahishi Ganar. Pure means in Dwarka Puri, The Mahishi. Mahishi means the queen. The queens of Dwarka. Pure Mahishi Ganar, Vra- Vrajangana roop. Are Sar. The Vrajangana roop means, here you see. Vrajangana, the beautiful women of Vraja. Of Vrindavan, the cowherd damsels of Vrindavan. Vrajangana roop are sar, the topmost of all of them, the third group is the consorts or the gopis of Vrindavan. Sri Radhika Hoite Kanta Ganera all these three types of um, consorts of Krishna proceed from Sri Mati Radharani. Avatari Krishna jaiche kare avatār, amshini radha hoi tina gane ravisthār. Just as the fountainhead Lord Krishna is the cause of all incarnations, so Shri Radha, is the cause of all these consorts. So just like Krishna has Vishnu Tattva, all the Vishnu, all the Narayan and everybody comes from him, all the Shakti, all the consorts of the Lord come from Srimati radharani Vaibhavagana Jana Tara Angavibhuti Bimba prati bimbha rupa mahi mahishiratati. The goddesses of fortune are partial manifestations of Srimati Radhika, and the queens are reflections of her image. Partial manifestations, just like uh, Amsha and Kala. Amsha means the plenary portion of um, Krishna, and Kala means the portion of the plenary portion. So, similarly, um, so partial manifestations. So, Lakshmi uh, Lakshmis are partial manifestations of Radharani and the queens are reflections of her image. Actually this is more understood in the spiritual when one attains the spiritual um, these are very technical actually, spiritually technical terms. Lakshmi <laughs> gana tara vaibhava vela mahishi mahishigana vaibhava prakashasvaro the goddesses of fortune are her plenary portions and they display the forms of Vaibhav Vilas. The queens are of the nature of her vibhava Prakash. So, just like Balaram is Vaibhava Prakash for Krishna expansions, Balaram is Vaibhava Prakash, whereas the Vishnu Murtis are Vaibhav Vilas. So, similarly, the goddesses of fortune Lakshmi Devis are. Uh, Vaibhav Vilas, whereas the queens are Vaibhav Prakash. <speaking in foreign language> the Vrajadevis have diverse bodily features. They are her expansions and are the instruments for expanding Rasa. bahu vina nahe rasera ullas rasa bahu prakash Without many consorts, there is not such exaltation in Rasa. Therefore, there are many manifestations of Srimati Radharani to assist in the Lord's pastimes. So many consorts to expand uh, the, enjo- the Rasa lila. Um, Exaltation means the, the, the perfection of such mellows for the enjoyment of Krishna, because Krishna is unlimited. Hmm? Therefore, he uh, can you know um, have relationships relationships with unlimited number of women. Not only women. I mean, covered boyfriends and um, parents and elders and friends and then servants. Innumerable. Everything is innumerable. God means He is infinite and He has infinite consorts. We should not be, oh, how can He be so immoral? No, no, it's not immoral. (laughs) The Lord is the enjoyer of everyone. That is the basis of understanding this Rasulila and anything about Krishna. He is the enjoyer. If He is enjoying, we should not term Him as sinful. Now, if we try to enjoy in this world, we are termed as sinful. Right? Yeah, if one man has so many women with him, oh, this is sinful. Because, first of all, he is not meant to enjoy. Right? Uh, But Krishna is meant to enjoy everyone. He is the enjoyer. So, in the Bhagavad Gita, the problem is, we want to enjoy just like him. That is the problem. A person in full consciousness of me, knowing me to be the ultimate beneficiary of all sacrifices and austerities, the supreme lord of all planets and demigods, and the benefactor and well-wisher of all living entities, attains peace from the pangs of material miseries. You see? <clears throat> so first thing is, he has to... A person in full consciousness of me, he has to know that Krishna is the ultimate beneficiary of all sacrifices. He is the enjoyer. And he is the supreme lord. And he is the well-wishing friend of everyone. vraje nana Krishna ke karaya rasa Dekalela Among them are various groups of consorts in Vraja. You see this? Now <laughs> the Vrajadevis. Now we are talking about not the Lakshmis, not the queens of Dwaraka, but the gopis of Vrindavan. The Vrajadevis Devis have diverse bodily features. They are her expansions, Radharani's expansions and are the instruments for expanding Rasa. Without many consorts, there is not such exaltation in Rasa. Therefore, there are many manifestations of Srimati Radharani to assist in the Lord's pastimes. Among them are various groups of consorts in Vraja who have varieties of sentiments and mellows. They help Lord Krishna taste all the sweetness of the Rasa dance and other pastimes. So, he has millions. Actually, there is a, a number, I think uh, Sundagopa Prabhu was showing somewhere that uh, Krishna danced with 3 billion B, 3 billion gopis. I think that, that was a number he was showing. I need to go back to that reference, I don't know exactly where. So, um, among them are various groups. So, all of them are divided into many, very, very uh, many groups of uh, gopis. Like there was one party, Radharani's party, Therein, then there is Chandravali's party. Chandravali's party is the uh, closest, Chandravali is the closest competitor of Srimati Radharani. But Radharani far excels Chandravali also. But Chandravali comes the closest to Radharani um, that we have read, I think. Um, last class or the previous one so Radharani is superior to even Chandravali. like that each of these groups they have different kind of uh, feeling for Krishna Hmm. all conjugal all parakya I means um, parakya means what is that Uh, paramour love but still each have their own different sentiments for Krishna Purport. As already explained, Krishna and Radha are one in two. They are identical. Krishna expands himself in multi incarnations and plenary portions like the Purushas. Similarly, Srimati Radharani expands herself in multi forms as the goddesses of fortune, the queens and damsels of Vraja. So, goddesses of fortune, the queens, that means in Dwaraka, and the damsels of Vraja. Such expansions from Srimati Radharani are all her plenary portions. All these womanly forms of Krishna are expansions corresponding to his plenary expansions of Vishnu forms. So each Vishnu form has a consort. And every time that Krishna expands into one Vishnu form, Radharani expands himself into a corresponding Lakshmi form. Like that. These expansions have been compared to reflected forms of the original form. There is no difference between the original form and the reflected forms. The female reflections of Krishna's pleasure potency are as good as Krishna himself. Female reflections of Krishna's pleasure potency. The plenary expansions of Krishna's personality are called Vaibhav Vilas and Vaibhav Prakash. You see, plenary expansions, Vaibhav-Vilas, Vaibhav-Prakash. And Radha's expansions are similarly described. They are also called Vaibhav-Vilas, prakash um, The Goddesses of Fortune are her Vaibhav-Vilas forms and the Queens are her Vaibhav-Prakash forms. The personal associates of Radharani, the damsels of Raja, are direct expansions of her body. As expansions of her personal form and transcendental disposition... They are agents of different reciprocations of love in the pastimes of Lord Krishna. Under the supreme direction of Srimati Radharani, sorry, they are agents of different reciprocations of love in the pastimes of Lord Krishna under the supreme direction of Srimati Radharani. In the transcendental realm, enjoyment is fully relished in variety, not in um, just oneness and no variety, no, full of variety. The exuberance of transcendental mellows is increased by the association of a large number of personalities similar to Radharani, who are also known as gopis or sakhis. The variety of innumerable mistresses is a source of relish for Sri Krishna, and therefore these expansions from Srimati Radharani are necessary for enhancing the pleasure potency of Sri Krishna. Their transcendental exchanges of love are the super-excellent affairs of the pastimes in Vrindavan. By these expansions of Srimati Radharani's personal body, she helps Lord Krishna taste the rasa dance and other similar activities. Srimati Radharani, being the central petal of the Rasalila flower, is also known by the names found in the following verses. I think that's quite self-explanatory. And anyway, I'm not very qualified to speak speak on Radharani at all. So, next verse, 4 or 82. Govindanandini Govindanandini Radha Govinda Mohini Govinda Sarvasva Sarva Kantashiromani Radha is is the one who gives pleasure to Govinda and she is also the enchantress of Govinda she is the be all and end all of Govinda and the crest jewel of all his consorts Govindanandini Radha Govinda Mohini Govinda Sarvasva Sarvakanta Shiromani mm. Govinda Mohini Govinda Anandini Another name of devotional service is Krishnanandini mm. because it brings happiness to Krishna devotional service and that devotional service the personification of perfect devotional service is Shrimati Radharani uh, What is that? Sorry, Krishna Karshani, not Krishna Nandini. Krishna Karshani. Devotional service is called Krishna Karshani. That means it uh, attracts Krishna. And Radharani attracts Krishna. So devotional service is under the in charge of Radharani. So, I mean, she is the in charge of devotional service. Hmm. Govindanandini Radha, Govindamohini, Mohini. She who mystifies Govinda, enchants Govinda. Devi Krishna Mahi Prokta Radhika Paradevata Sarva Lakshmi Mahi Sarva Kantihi hini. The transcendental Goddess, Srimati Radharani, is the direct counterpart of Lord Sri Krishna. She is the central figure for all the Goddesses of Fortune. She possesses all the attractiveness to attract the all-attractive Personality of Godhead. She is the primeval internal potency of the Lord. That's a lot of attractiveness. (laughs) She possesses all the attractiveness to attract the all-attractive personality of God. Krishna means all-attractive. Krishna akarshani. Krishna means the one who attracts everyone. And the person who attracts akarshani. Akarshana means attraction. So Krishna akarshani. The one who attracts Krishna. Is Radharani. Madan Mohan, he is uh, Krishna, uh, attracts Cupid, but she attracts the attractor of Cupid. So, again, this text is from Brihad Gautamiya Tantra. Devi kohi dyotamana paramasundari. Kimva Krishna Puja Kredar Vasati Nagari. Vasati Nagari. Sorry. Kimva Krishna Puja Kredar Vasati Nagari. Devi means resplendent and most beautiful, or else it means the lovely abode of the worship and love sports of Lord Krishna. Hmm. Two meanings of Devi. Krishna Mai Krishna Jar Bhita ja, Jaha, jaha padhe, taha Krishna Spure. Krishna mai means one who is within and without our Lord Krishna. She sees Lord Krishna wherever she casts her glance. That is Radharani. <laughs> wherever she puts her eyes, she sees Krishna in fact if you know the story when Radharani was found actually Radharani was not like born like ordinary she was found and in the beginning Vrishabhanu um, thought that it was a blind girl she looked very beautiful as a small baby uh, but uh, she did not open her eyes at all so uh, the father thought she was a blind girl beautiful blind girl then as she was on the cradle rocking then when krishna small boy you know infant <laughs> when he came to look over the cradle like this and then her eyes opened beautiful eyes so her eyes are only meant to see krishna so <laughs> so that is radharani her every part of her body exists only to give pleasure to krishna Otherwise, she, she doesn't use anything for anything else. So, if she's opened her eyes, means she's looking at Krishna. Although she may look seemingly look at any uh, everything else, but actually she looks at Krishna. And it's not only true for Radharani, anybody who is a devotee, who's under the shelter of Radharani, he also is like that. There is a nice verse. Sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti. Yeah, just, um... Oh, sorry. Hmm. Sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti, Sarvatra hoya nija ishta The Mahabhagavad, the advanced devotee Certainly sees everything mobile and immobile But he does not exactly see their forms What does he see then? He immediately... Rather, everywhere he immediately sees manifest the form of the Supreme Lord. That's what he sees. This is the special vision of a devotee. So, how does he get this vision? Because the devotee is Mahatmanastu Mampartha Daivim Prakratimashritaha He is under the protection of the divine energy, which is Yogamaya or which is Ultimately, Srimati Radharani. Because she sees like that, anyone who is empowered by her, that devotee also sees like that. That's why it is said, um, Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilokanena Santa Sadaiva Hridayeshu Vilokayanti Yamshama Sundaramachindagunasvarupam Govindamadi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami Santa Sadaiva Hridayeshu Vilokayanti I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord, who is Shamsundar, Krishna Himself, with inconceivable, innumerable attributes, whom the pure devotees see in their heart of hearts with the eye of devotion tinged with the salve of love. So, if a Mahabhagavat, you know, Mahabhagavat Dekhes Thavar Jangam, Taha Taha Hoy Taras Rekrishna puran, a devotee advanced on the spiritual platform, sees everything movable and inert as a Supreme Lord. For Him, everything He sees here and there is but a manifestation of Lord Krishna. That is explained also in the Bhagavad Gita. Chapter 6, text 13. For one who sees me everywhere and sees everything in me, I am never lost, nor is he ever lost to me and the previous verse 629 also Sarvabhūtasthamātmanam ikshate yoga Yuktātmā Sarvatrasamadarshanah A true yogi observes me in all beings and also sees every being in me. Indeed the self-realized person sees me, the same Supreme Lord, everywhere. You see how it is all connected and same is said also in where Ishopanishad. I think uh, 6 and 7. I think. Yes to Sarvani Bhutani Atman Upashyati Sarva Shuchatmanam Tatona Vijugupsate. He who sees everything in relation to the Supreme Lord, who sees all living entities as his parts and parcels, and who sees the Supreme Lord within everything, never hates anything or any being. Next. Yasmin Sarvani Bhutani Atmai Tatra Kahashoka One who always sees all living entities as spiritual sparks in quality one with the Lord becomes a true knower of things. What then can be illusion or anxiety for him? So in this way um, many places it is said like this, even in Srimad Bhagavatam 9, 4, sixty eight The pure devotee is always within the core of my heart and I am always in the heart of the pure devotee. My devotees do not know anything else but me and I do not know anyone else but them. I don't know if you noticed um, yesterday yeah it was yesterday Nimanithai prabhu uh, our devotee in china he made a video on the moon landing hoax how the so-called moon landing in 1969 was a complete hoax and there was one comment there in that for that video so one person was saying I think he's a devotee, but I think he hasn't read much of Prabhupada's books or what. Um, Or maybe he has read, I don't know. I'm just speculating there. But he said, um, I mean, obviously, I think he did not read much of Prabhupada's books because he was a little uh, surprised that the moon landing was actually a thing. I mean, the moon landing hoax was actually a thing. So anyway, he said, because this video started with... um, you know, the moon landing and all that. So, he, he was thinking, because this person has been following Nimanitha Prabhu for, I think, few years already, two, three years now, on on the YouTube channel. So, he said, how, I thought, how come you were thinking about science fiction or something? How come you went into that subject? I thought you were always doing videos on something about Krishna consciousness, devotional service, and suddenly you jump to some topic, which is like completely unrelated to devotees. And... Then when I saw the whole thing, 10 minutes video and then by the end you concluded. And then I saw the connection, okay? That's that's why you have... So the connection was that he connected it to Krishna, of course. So he talked about moon landing hoax. I mean, why would a devotee be concerned about somebody who landed on the moon or, you know, of course they did not land on the moon, they just faked it. But how does it matter to a devotee? it matters in the sense that because it is connected with krishna a devotee gets interested with seemingly material topics but actually his interest is not material his interest is krishna hmm. because krishna gives um, uh, for example in the bhagavad gita he says urdvam gacchanti sattvastha rajasa jagannya gunavritti stha adho ka tamasa see so, Krishna actually explains, and other verses are also the Yant Deva Vrata Devan, Pitrin Yanthi Vrata, Madhyajanopi Yanti Maam. So, he explained different process, I mean, the process of traveling to other planets. So, he mentioned that. But then, here the scientists are presenting another way to travel to other planets. That has to be wrong. So, to prove Krishna's statement right, and to bring attention to and bring the people's attention to krishna see people's attention is not on krishna they're interested in maybe this this space you know exploration or they may be interested in politics or they may be interested in sports or they may be interested in um, you know um, i mean so many topics right um, loving affairs you know uh, so romantic movies are coming out novels are there so many things or some superhero nowadays all comics marvel what is that Ant Man, Superman, Batman—you know, all kind of man, animal man. So they have interest in all these different different subjects. So a devotee bring goes to their um, place and then brings them their attention to Krishna. Everything is connected with Krishna. Why I am telling all these things? Because dekhe dekhe murti. Here, these all these verses I have sh- shown the point is that krishna uh, devotee sees connection with krishna everywhere you see he sees connection with krishna everywhere krishna says in bhagavad gita aham sarvasya prabhavo matta sarvam pravartate everything emanates from me uh, so everything has relation with krishna so moon landing hoax also has a relation with krishna oh how can everything so that person was saying, "Oh, I, I thought how you were interested in this, and how you were talking about this subject suddenly." But it is not that Nimbarka Prabhu was interested in moon or you know interested in why why you should be interested. No, his interest is to bring the knowledge of Krishna, to present the knowledge of Krishna, and how the people are cheating. Yeah, when they cannot do it, and actually the real process is mentioned by Krishna, and they are trying to men- prove that another process is real. And it is achievable, and by showing that um, what is that cheating, so he brings their attention to Krishna. Similarly, um, Srila Prabhupada attacked Darwin's theory of evolution that you know, a species evolved and then became another species, they metamorphosized, or whatever the word is. So, they, under, they have undergone metafor- metamorphosis. Is that the word? I don't know. (laughs) Like they changed over time to other species, other species and became complex species and like that. This is wrong idea. But whatever it is, why was Srila Prabhupada even concerned with it? Because there is a very, very important element in that discussion. Because they are missing the point of the soul. So in order to bring to their attention the, the knowledge of the soul... He is attacking a particular misconception which um, keeps them blinded the materialistic scientists and the people who are the whole world who are guided by the scientists. Um, It keeps them blinded, that misconception, they are thinking that matter evolves from matter and then life comes from chemicals, no life comes from life. Only a a, a living person can uh, produce another living person, right? Uh, It's not just some chemicals, no. No amount of chemicals have brought uh, forth some life. Never, until now. And never will, in the future also. So, why should we be concerned? The concern is because in this understanding or misunderstanding of evolution, we are missing a very, very critical point, the soul. Uh, Therefore, he attacks. Again, another example, Arjuna. Now, or let's take any devotee who reads the Bhagavad Gita or the Mahabharata. Why should he be interested? It was a battle. It was a, seemingly, it was a mundane thing. I mean, cousins fighting among themselves. Family feud. But why is the devotee so interested? Why they read, why the Mahabharata is considered the fifth Veda? Such great importance is given to Mahabharata. Why? Although it was a war, it was a you know, fratricidal war. But then Krishna was interested in that and therefore the devotee also becomes interested. It's connected with Krishna and therefore everything becomes transcendental. So the transcendent, to make anything spiritual, Krishna's connection should be there. If it is connected with Krishna, yes, it is spiritual. If it is not, then it's material. That is explained in the Bhagavatam by the Lord Himself. you may say what is not connected with, everything is connected with Krishna right yes it is everything is emanated emanating from Krishna but to see that to be able to see that that is um, the benediction of Srimati Radharani. Um, but when one is benedicted by, benedicted by her the, the devotee can actually see like that everything is connected with Krishna but when one is not under the uh, but divine prakriti māsritā, when is not a mahatma, when it's not a soul surrendered to Krishna, he cannot see likewise. Uh, he he will see another way. Uh, something is not related with Krishna. You see, riteartham yat pratiyeta na pratiyeta cātmani tadvidyādātmano ma mayam yatha bhāso yatha o brahma. Whatever appears to be of any value, if it is without relation to me, has no reality. Know it as my illusory energy, that reflection which appears to be in darkness. So anything if it seemingly does not have a relation with Krishna, that is illusion. The illusion is not that particular thing. But the conception that it does not have a connection with Krishna, that is illusion. That's why it is said in this verse, uh, I think just two verses from here. 2.9.36, is this one? Think it's a long purport, yeah. I think, here... In the Vishnu Purana. If even for a moment, remembrance of Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is missed, that is the greatest loss, that is the greatest illusion and that is the greatest anomaly. Uh, So, to see anything not related with Krishna, that is uh, illusion. So, for a devotee, everything reminds of Krishna. So, therefore, he is not an illusion. But for a non-devotee or even a neophyte devotee, he only sees Krishna when he comes to the temple. Other times, he forgets that point that Krishna is everywhere and Krishna is um, all everywhere. So, this is... um, I mean, we are all in the platform, right? so once we forget that sahanistan mahachidram samoha yan muhurtam kshanam vasudevam that's why krishna is explaining the bhagavad gita i am the taste of water i am the light of the sun the moon the ability in man he's training us how to think of krishna all the time how to see krishna everywhere uh, he's teaching us that And that is exactly what Srimati Radharani does, naturally. Wherever she casts her glance, she sees Krishna. Hmm. Okay, going back all the way. Okay, here. She sees yaha yaha netra pade, You know, wherever the eyes, you know, Head the eyes, cast their glance, she sees Krishna. I think, uh, wait a second. Today's verse in the Bhagavatam was also related. Yeah. Today morning, there was a Bhagavatam class. Beautiful. I mean, actually, honestly, every devotee should watch that Bhagavatam class of today morning. Very important for all devotees. In that, there is this. Um, uh, this was the verse. Tasyam sajana yam chakra atmajam asitekshanam yaviyasa sabtasutan sabtadravidabhubhritaham. King Malayadvaja fathered one daughter who had very black eyes. He also had seven sons who later became rulers of the tract of land known as Dravida. Thus, there were seven kings in that land. Now, King Malayadvaja, purport, the meaning. King Malayadvaja was a great devotee, and after he married the daughter of King Vidarbha, he gave her one nice daughter whose eyes were black. Figuratively, this means that the daughter of King Malayadvaja was also bestowed with devotional service, for her eyes were always fixed on Krishna. A devotee has no vision in his life other than Krishna. This is, again, the point. This is today's morning point. And therefore, in the Bhagavatam, 10th Canto, 80th Chapter, 3rd um, verse. Actual ears. Okay, here are all the ears. And actual head. Real are those that see only the Lord. Siras Shirastutasyobhaya Lingamana Met Tadevayat Pashati Tadhichakshu Angani Vishno ratha Janana Pado Kamyani Bhajantiniam An actual head is one that bows down to the Lord in his multi in his manifestations among the moving and non-moving creatures. Real eyes are those that see only the Lord and actual limbs are those that regularly honour the water that has bathed the Lord's feet or those of His devotees. And, of course, savagya gunan grnite karau chatat karma karau manascha smaredvasantam smaredva santam tat punyakatha sakam karnaham smaredva santam Actual speech is that which um, describes the qualities of the Lord. Real hands are those that work for Him. A true mind is that which always remembers Him dwelling within everything moving and non-moving. Sthavar jangam dekhena dekhetar murti sarvatra ishtadevas purti. Same point again. Smaredva santam Sthirajangameshu And actual ears are those that listen to sanctifying topics about Him and of course we have the same things in the mukundamala stotra as well yat krishna pranipata dhulidhavalam tadvarshma tadveshiras teneetre tamasoojite suruchire yabhyam harir drishyate Sa buddhir vimalendu saṅkha dhavala ya sa pratipadam ya stauti nārāyaṇaṁ That head is the loftiest, which is white with dust from bowing down to Lord Krishna. Those eyes are the most beautiful, which darkness has abandoned after they have seen Lord Hari. That intelligence is spotless, like the white glow of the moon or a conch shell, which concentrates on Lord Madhava. And that tongue rains down nectar, which constantly glorifies Lord Narayana." See? So, in this way... The real reason... Actually, our eyes... These are not our eyes. This is Krishna's eyes. They are meant for Krishna's enjoyment um so the eyes are meant to see krishna
1: hmm.
0: actually the eyes are only instruments the soul sees through the eyes now though, so if those eyes we don't use it to see krishna then it is our own sense gratification yeah. hmm. kimva prema rasa maya krishna rasvaro TARA SHAKTI TARA SHAH HOYE Or krishnamai Is it where we are? Hmm. Krishna means one who sees within and without our Lord Krishna. One who is within and without our Lord Krishna. Or Krishna May means that she is identical with Lord Krishna for she embodies the mellows of love. The energy of Lord Krishna is identical with Him. Purport. krishnamai has two different imports. First, a person who always thinks of Krishna both within and without and who always remembers only Krishna, wherever he goes and whatever he sees is called Krishna Mai. There's a nice song by Rupa Goswami. Krishna Prema Mai Radha Radha Prema Mayo Harihi. So there's a beautiful song actually. So in that it is said Krishna prema Mai Radha Radha Prema Mayo Harihi. So Krishna is steeped in love for Radha and Radharani is steeped in love for Krishna. Mm. Krishna Mayib. Also, since Krishna's personality is full of love, his loving potency, Radharani, being non different from him, is called Krishna Mayib. <laughs> Krishna Vanchapurti Rupa Koreya Radhane. Ata eva radhika nama purane va khane. Her worship, Aradhana, consists of fulfilling the desires of Lord Krishna. Therefore, the Puranas call her Radhika. Purpose, the name Radha is derived from the root word Aradhana, which means worship. The personality who excels all in worshipping Krishna may therefore be called Radhika, the greatest servitor. Anaya Nunam Bhagavan vihaya govindah Prito Yamana yedraha. Truly the personality of Godhead has been worshipped by her. Therefore Lord Govinda being pleased has brought her to a lonely spot leaving us all behind. This was in the Rasa dance, Raslila, where at one point he left the company of all other gopis and went with Srimad Radharani. This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam ten thirty twenty eight. Ata eva Sarva Puja Paramadevata Sarva Palika Sarva Mata. Therefore Radha is Paramadevata, the supreme goddess, and she is worshipable for everyone. She is the protectress of all and she is the mother of the entire universe. This again goes back to that initial point I made. The mother is to be enjoyed by the father, but she nourishes the children. Sarva Lakshmi Shabda Purve Koriyachi Vyakhyan Sarva Lakshmi Ganerati Hohoya Hana I have already explained the meaning of Sarva Lakshmi. Radha is the original source of all the goddesses of fortune. Kimva Sarva Lakshmi Krishner Shadavidha Aishwarya TARA ADHISTHATRI SHAKTI SARVA SHAKTI Varya. So, Adhisthatri, Chief, Kimva or Sarvalakshmi, Krishner's Shadvidha, Aishwarya. Or Sarvalakshmi indicates that she fully represents the six opulences of Krishna. Therefore, she is the supreme energy of Lord Krishna. Sarva saundarya kanti vaisa ye jaha te Sarva Lakshmi ganera shobha hoi jaha hoi te The word Sarva kanti indicates that all beauty and luster rest in her body. All the Lakshmis derive their beauty from her, from Srimati Radharani. Kimva kanti shabde krishner shabha iccha kahe krishner shakal te ra Kanti may also mean all the desires of Lord Krishna. All the desires of Lord Krishna rest in Shrimati Radharani. Mm-hmm. Radhika korena krishner vanchita pura sarva kanti shabdera e artha vivaran Srimati Radhika fulfills all the desires of Lord Krishna. This is the meaning of Sarvakanti. <speaking in foreign language> <speaking in foreign language> Lord Krishna enchants the world, but Sri Radha enchants even Him. Therefore, she is the Supreme Goddess of all. Therefore... <speaking in foreign language> Vrindavan Vasis, they consider her superior to even Krishna. Radha Purna Shakti Krishna Purna Shakti Man Shastra Paraman. Sri Radha is the full power and Lord Krishna is the possessor of full power. The two are non, not different as evidenced by the revealed scriptures so the energy and the energetic we have already read the, i mean studied this in the i think previous or the one before that chaitanya the session the fire the heat light and smoke the energies of the fire they are inseparable from fire but at the same time they are not fire smoke is not fire heat is not fire light is not fire but fire without heat light and smoke that's not fire <laughs> so They are one and the same at the same time different. This is Achintya Bheda Bheta Tattva. They are indeed the same, just as musk and its scent are inseparable or fire and its heat are non-different. Or sweetness and sugar are not separable. So like that. Radha Krishna Aichesada Sada Ekai Lila Rasa Asvadite Thus Radha and Lord Krishna are one, yet they have taken two forms to enjoy the mellows of pastimes. Prema Bhakti Shikhayate Apane Avatari Radha bhava kanti dui angi karkari Shri Krishna Chaitanya rupe koilo avatar Eta panchama shloker artha parachaar. To promulgate prema bhakti, devotional service and love of Godhead, Krishna appeared as Shri, Chaitanya, Shri Krishna Chaitanya with the mood and complexion of Shri Radha. Thus I gave the explained Thus, I have explained the meaning of the 5th verse. So, this is the 99th and the 100th verse, you see, thus I have explained the meaning of the 5th verse. So, this is the end of the explanation of the 5th verse and what is the time now? Oh, we are only one hour into our (laughs) session. Should we start the 6th verse? Please uh, leave some comments, explanation of the 6th verse. explained uh, expanded even more in the 6th verse. Now, he wanted to know the love of Radharani, but then what exactly he wanted to know in the love of Radharani? What exactly he wanted to know in Radharani? So, that is again divided into 3 parts and that is explained in the next. So Dhiraj is saying yes. Let's continue. Who else? Yes, Prabhu. (laughs) Ha, Prabhuji. Really? Okay, let's go. (laughs) Hundred and first verse. shastha shlokeer artha korir shastha shlokeer artha korite prakash prathame kohiye sei abhas to explain the sixth verse i shall first give a hint of its meaning so let's first of all look at the sixth verse okay that's a beautiful verse from chaitanya charitamrita actually it's i think in the 130th verse this 6th verse is explained in 179 verses and it only manifests itself in the 130th place. Same. And uh, let's go to um, 1, 6. Okay, let's chant it together. Alright. Because this is the first time you are encountering this verse. Word to word. Please repeat after me. Shri Radhaya. प्रणया महिमा की दृशह वा अनया एवा, आस्वाद्यह येना, अद्भुत मधुरिमा की दृशह वा मदीयह सौख्यम अस्याह मद अनुभवता की दृश्यम् वा इति लोभात तत् भाव आध्या समजनी शची गर्भा सिंधाव हरि so we will chant line by line, but I am going to first chant each line in three parts. So please um, uh, repeat after me. So we'll break it up each line three parts. So please repeat after me, because I want to get I want to get sorry I want you to get used to the tune. Okay, okay, follow me. Shri Pranayamahima Kidrishova Nayava Swadioena Dbhuta Madhurima Kidrishova ौख्यं चास्या मदअनुभवतः कीदृशं वेति लोभात् तद्भावाढ्यः सामजनिषचि गर्भसिन्धौ Okay. okay, now line by line. Shri Radhaya pranayama hima kidrishovanayaiva Swadhyo yenad bhuta madhurima kidrishova madhiyah Swadhyo yenad bhuta kidrishova सौख्यं चास्या मदअनुभवतः किदृश्यं so i was humming the tune so that you can follow in the tune i hope that helped i don't know because it's uh, for me it's very impersonal i can't see any of you (laughs) so i'm just talking to a camera so if anybody sees me here in the room i look like an idiot talking to some non-living object (laughs) But I know you are on the other side of the lens here, so. <clears throat> so, word-to-word meaning Sri Radha of Shrimati Radharani. Pranaya Mahima, the greatness of the love. This is what you wanted to find out. Pranaya Mahima. Kidrisha of what kind? Va or Anaya by this one Radha. Eva alone. Aswadhyaha. To be relished, yena by that love, adbhutam adhurima, the wonderful sweetness, kidrisha of what kind? You see, if you if you if you notice, kidrisho, kidrisho, kidrisham, three times. So, <clears throat> what is that kidrisha of what kind? That means, what is the nature of Radha's love? What is the nature of his own glories, what is a uh, what is that what is the, my sweetness all all these things he wanted to find out you see we'll get to the translation adbhuta madhurima the wonderful sweetness kidrisha of what kind madhiya of me saukhyam the happiness cha and asyaha, her Madhanubhavataha, from realization of my sweetness what is the happiness that she derives what is the nature of my sweetness? What is the glory of the love of Radharani? What is the nature of my sweetness that attracts her so much? And what is the experience or what is the realization of my sweetness that Radharani experiences? These things he wanted to exactly taste. He is very specific in what he wants. You see? It's not that he is very vague. Oh, let me find out what is this Radharani's love. What, what is it? I mean, if we want to analyze somebody's love, how are we going to analyze? What exactly are we going to say? <laughs> How to analyze love? But Krishna is analyzing. See? That's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came here to analyze Radharani's love and experience it himself.
1: Hmm.
0: He could not analyze it from his own position. He had to step into Radharani's shoes. Not only shoes, her complexion, her emotions. Radha bhavad yutisuvalitam naomi krishnasvarupam So, and then he could actually experience it. So, Madanubhavataha, from realization of my sweetness, Kidrisham, of what kind, Va, or, Iti, does lobhat from the desire, Tat, her bhava Adhyaha richly endowed with emotions, Samajani, took birth, Sachigarbha, of the womb of Srimati Sachidevi, Sindhav, in the ocean, Hari, Lord Krishna, Induhu, like the moon. Let me see if we have any uh, additional information. In the four dot is there a purport? Or oh, sorry, 2.30. There is not a purport. Okay. And also, the same verse: Sindhu in the ocean, Hari, Lord Krishna, Hindu like the moon. So, desiring the, desiring to understand the glory of Radharani's love. Desiring to understand. What is the nature of her love? First thing. Second, the wonderful qualities in Him that she alone relishes through her love. Firstly, what is the glory of her love? What are the wonderful qualities in Krishna that she alone relishes? When we say she alone, not even Krishna. Only Radharanya relishes. Because if He relishes, he would already have known what are those. But he doesn't know. Krishna doesn't know. Hmm. You may say, how he, how doesn't he know himself? Yeah, actually there is a verse like that. Shrimad Bhagavatam, 10th canto, 51st chapter, 36th verse, I think. Hmm. Shri Bhagavan Vacham Janma Karma Bhidhanani Santimengas Sahasrasaham Nashakyante no Sankhyatam Anantavan Mayapihi Uh, Sorry, Anantatvan Mayapihi The Supreme Lord said, My dear friend, I have taken thousands of births, lived thousands of lives, and accepted thousands of names. In fact my births, activities and names are limitless and he, and thus even I cannot count them <laughs> Now in, <laughs> in Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 text 9 he says Janma karma chame divyam evam yo vetti tattvatah punar deham punarjanma naiti maame eti so He says whoever knows my birth and activities um in truth evam yo vetti tattvatah tyaktwa deham punarjanma naiti once they give up this body, there is no more rebirth for that person. And Mameti, Sorjuna, he comes to me. Now, here he's saying that Janma Karma, you know, Janma Karma Chamedivyam. Now, here he's saying using the same words, Janma Karma Abhidhanani, Abhidhanani means names. Santimenga Sahastrasaha, Nashakyante Nusankhyatam, Anantatvan mayapi. Now, he is saying, I myself cannot count them. I myself do not know. Huh? So, he himself doesn't know how great he is. And to understand his the qualities in him, the sweetness of his personality, sorry, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love. Now, we have until now seen in the previous verse, in the fifth verse explanation, that Radha and Krishna are one. Now, if they are one, they should be the same. Right? But how is it that they have difference between them? That is the even more confidential part. That's why the 6th verse expands upon the 5th verse. And goes even deeper. Goes even higher. So, if they are one, then whatever Radharani is feeling, he should he should also feel. But it is not going that way. And that is what is puzzling Krishna. And that thought. He has been contemplating and contemplating so much and he really wanted to experience it and that's how he manifested himself as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu.
1: Hmm.
0: <clears throat> the wonderful qualities in him that she alone, so okay, first glory of is love, the wonderful qualities in him that she alone relishes through her love and the happiness she feels when she realizes the sweetness of his love. The Supreme Lord Hari, richly endowed with her emotions, not just partially, slightly, richly endowed with her emotions, completely appeared from the womb of Srimati Sachi as the moon appeared from the ocean. So when there was churning of the milk ocean, the moon appeared. Moon actually came out from that churning of the milk ocean. And just like that, this womb of Sachi Uh, Is compared to the ocean, the milk ocean, and then he is like the womb uh, sorry, moon which came out of the uh, womb of Sachi Devi. (coughs) So, womb I mean, he is compared to the moon because he is also his um, process is very cooling, moonlight is very cooling, sunlight is hot, moonlight is cooling. Um, Similarly, he when he comes to this. Uh, when I mean Kaliuga he came <coughs> and Lochandas Thakur has written Parama Karuna, Pahuduijana, Nitai Chandra, Sabavatar, Sarashiro Romani Kevala Kanda kevala ananda kanda kevala ananda kanda simply bliss that is Chaitanya mahaprabhu's movement movement so there is no like cooling like no hot like not hot means usually it's uncomfortable inconvenient <clears throat> so nothing of that sort is there when moonlight is there when sunlight yes it is bright and all but it is also hot there is a lot of uncomfortableness i mean uncomfortableness is that a word anyway so (laughs) we become uncomfortable in that heat you see but nothing of that sort is there in moonlight so that's why it's compared to the moon and in fact there is of course the other song Jagata jurai. So, Pada Kamala, Koti Chandra, Shushitala. Chandra is already cooling. Koti Chandra, the lotus feet of Nithyananda Prabhu, are cooling like the million moons, like 10 million moons together. Wow, how bright and how beautiful and how cooling it would be, 10 million moons. In fact, that same word is used for in the Gaurarati song also. Uh, Koti Chandra Jini, uh, what is that, um, <clears throat> the 6th verse Bahu Koti Chandra Jini, Bahu Koti, uh, not just Koti Chandra Shushita, Bahu Koti Chandra Jini, uh, Bahu Koti Chandra Jini, uh, what is the word, what <laughs> <laughs> Bahu Koti Chandra Jini? Ah, how come I forgot? So embarrassing, right? Every day we are singing this song. It's like when we, the, when we are in the Kirtan, you can of course, I mean, it is there in the memory, but somehow, you know, it just suddenly went away. I mean, maybe if you can um, remind me the word <laughs> in the comment section. Vadana Ujjwal, yes. Thank you. Kansni, Sarma. So, Bahu Koti Chandrajini, Vadana Ujjwala. So, Vadana Ujjwal, the effulgence that is coming out of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is like Bahu Koti Chandrajini. So, it is not like an ordinary moon. I mean, even when Arjuna saw Krishna in the Virat Roop, he saw this on yeah you see this divi surya sahasrasya bhaved yugapadutthita yadi baha sadrishi sasya bhasastasya mahatmanaha if hundreds of thousands of suns were to rise at once into the sky their radiance might resemble the effulgence of the Supreme Person in that universal form. So, actually it it cannot be even compared to millions of suns. But that is the closest description which we we can give with the words that we have. You see? Our words are never adequate to describe him but (laughs) as much as the words can afford us to express ourselves that much Great devotees have expressed themselves. <clears throat> so, so, what Arjuna saw was indescribable. Yet, Sanjay is trying to give a mental picture of that great revelation to Dhritarashtra. To convey something in words and that too, a transcendental experience like that. I mean, with the Lord in unlimited effulgence. Now, how to conceive of something is unlimited. Now, Give it, give it some huge number. Then you get a slight idea of what it is. So, that is hundreds of thousands of suns. Divim, Surya Sahasrasya. Surya. So, sun. So, here is like the millions of moons. So, anyway. So, these three things. These three things are the exact agenda. Like meeting. Every meeting has an agenda. Every project has an agenda. So, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's project. Agenda. What is that? The glory of is love. The wonderful qualities of Krishna. Of himself. (laughs) That she alone relishes through her love. Why Krishna could not (coughs) relish them? Because it could only be relished by love. And love means you have to be another person to love Krishna. (coughs) That's why she saw something in Krishna that even he could not see. Hmm. So, the nature of Radha's love, the wonderful qualities of himself, and the sweetness that Radharani feels when she uh, realizes his love. So, these are these can only be you know experienced by another person, not by himself. Now, of course. This is not like ordinary thing, like he knows. I mean, let's go to that verse in Bhagavad Gita. What is that? Kshetragyam chaapi maam sarvakshetre shubharata. See here, 1323. No, not this one, sorry. Kshetragyam api maam Anyway, this, this also explains that. Upadrashtanu mantacha bharta bhokta maheshvaraha chapyukto dehesmin purusha paraha. Yet in this body there is another, a, trans, a transcendental enjoyer who is the Lord and who is the, sorry, the supreme proprietor who exists as the overseer and permitter and who is known as super soul. And he knows every single thing, you see kshetragyam chaapi maam viddhi sarva kshetre shubharata um, oh here itself oh no it's not the one it's not the one 13.3 yeah Kshetragyam Mam viddhi sarva Kshetra Here he is saying, O scion of Bharata, you should understand that I am also the knower in all bodies. And to understand this body and its knower is called knowledge. That is my opinion. Now, he is the knower in all bodies. So, he should also be the knower of Radharani's body, right? And what is going on in her. Like, he knows our feelings, what we are feeling. But then, likewise, he should know what Radharani is feeling. How he did not know? Uh, he knew. <laughs> That's how he knew as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You see? Uh, but because of the nature of her love, she is so exalted that. She defeats even Krishna's um, omniscience. That is the nature of her love. He forgets himself um, by her love. And that is how Radharani's position is. Although he is Sarva Kshetragyam Chabivamiddi, Sarva he could not understand the heart of Radharani. And therefore, he had to accept her position.
1: Hmm.
0: Of course, it's not that it's not impossible. He advented as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and relished what Radharani actually felt. So, in the end, he knew what Radharani is feeling. So, I think somebody asked Prabhupada, he thought he asked a clever question because he wanted to trap Prabhupada on how he would explain something. So, he asked Prabhupada, can Krishna create something that he himself cannot lift. If you say yes, that means he cannot lift. If you say no, that means he cannot create it. So how to how to solve the puzzle? So Prabhupada simply said, um, uh, yes, Krishna can create something which he cannot lift and then he will lift it. That's it. <laughs> So, Krishna is like that. I mean, he will create something which he cannot lift. Oh, that's impossible. And then he will lift it. I mean, just like this. I mean, Radharani, for example. Oh, he cannot understand Radharani. Krishna cannot understand Radharani. Oh, he cannot do something. But then he did it. That's it. As Jyatana he came and did it. So, he, he can... Can he create something which he cannot lift? Yes. And then he will lift it. That's it. So, these kind of questions may be, may be some big riddle for normal people. Oh, this is unsolvable riddle for a pure devotee. Because he knows the signs of Krishna. That's the thing. Pure devotee is not, um, you know, like, oh, how is that possible? No, he is directly talking to Krishna, you know. How can that person be in ignorance? So Krishna will guide him. I don't, I don't think I shared one beautiful pastime of Prabhupada, you know. Um, the other day somebody was sharing with me I actually need to share that with everybody so there is this uh, what is his name Guru Das so his name is Guru Das uh, so we will call him Guru Prabhu so he is uh, one of uh, early disciples of Srila Prabhupada so at one point uh, Srila Prabhupada came to Chicago temple and in the morning the deity's curtain opened and Srila Prabhupada was taking darshan. Mm-hmm. Govindam Damaham Bhajami. So that song was going on. And then he was taking darshan. And after that all the devotees were, you know, thronging the temple, so many devotees, and the temple room was very small. And everybody was Prabhupada was right near in front of the altar and behind was so many devotees and devotees were even outside the temple room. Like they were coming, trying to come inside, and then it was like a lot of uh, crowd, you see. And so this Guru Prabhu, he uh, he, is—he—he actually narrated the story, and he said he's for Americans. He's an American, so he said, "I'm very short for uh, for an American. I'm almost Prabhupada's height," he said. So um, basically, Prabhupada is five foot one inch. So is actually by stature, he's very small size, but uh, of course. (laughs) he... (laughs) master of the entire world but five foot one inch so he was about the same height so that is significant because he was just behind Prabhupada and Prabhupada was looking at the deities and people were pushing him because of the crowd and then he did not want to fall on Prabhupada so he was like pushing them back and they were also like you know there was all this crowd you see And then he came in that moment, he came very close to Prabhupāda. And he was like that for a while, for a few seconds, at least for a minute almost. And he heard something. So he heard and Kirtan was very loud. Kirtan was going on loud. And um, actually nobody could have heard it otherwise. But because he was so near, he could hear. So Prabhupāda was looking at Krishna and asking him, Oh, you are dressed very nicely, I see. So, are you dressed like this every day? Then there was a gap. Then Prabhupada said, Oh, that is very nice. Are they also offering you nice food stuff? And then um, there was a gap. And then again he said, Oh, then very good, that is very nice. And then after that, Prabhupada went to take uh, darshan of Jagannath deities. And at that time, he was not so near and he could not hear what Prabhupada was saying to them. But, and then in the class, after the darshanarti, Arati, and everything finished, Guru Puja and after that, there is a Bhagavatam class. And in that Bhagavatam class, Prabhupada said, just like you are dressing the deity nicely and offering nice foodstuffs, if you just do like this every day, um, you will go back to Godhead at the end of your life. So, he, was, he told that. And then Guru Prabhu, he was sitting there, wow, he knew that because Krishna told him. Of course, he could not, this Guru Prabhu could not hear what Krishna was saying, but he heard Prabhupada asking these questions and Prabhupada is replying to his reply. That is pure devotee. So, uh, we may think that, oh, we may trick this pure devotee, you know, but pure devotee knows exactly what he needs to speak because Krishna is guiding him. I don't know if you know that uh, the Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, the commentary of the Vedanta, every Sampradaya has a commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. In fact, there was one um, conference in, I think, 18th century, yeah, 18th century or 17th century. Balade Vidya Bhushan, one of the great Acharyas of our sampradaya, and a contemporary of uh, Vishana Chakravarti Thakur, the spiritual master of das Babaji. So, this Balade Vidya Bhushan, he went to this conference and all the Sampradayas, they were debating among themselves um, how how authorised everybody is. So, they said, oh, Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya is not authorised. Why? Because you don't have a, a commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. Oh! Because, why we don't have? Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted Srimad bhagavatam as the natural commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. Now, Vedanta Sutra starts with Janmaadyasa Yataha The origin of everything. The absolute truth is that which uh, from which everything emanates Janmaadhyasa so Bhagavatam, if you see the first verse Janmaadhyasa Yathon Vyad An Yatha what is it Janmaadhyasa Yathon Vyad Itaradas Charthes Vabhigya Swaraat Tene Brahma Hridaya Adikavaya Muhyantiyat Suraya Tejo Vārymrdam Yathat Vinimayo Trisargom Vrisham Dhamna Svena Sada satyam param Dhimahi so, this is the natural commentary. I mean, this is the explanation of that Vedanta Sutra. So, in that way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you see, Yatonvaya This whole verse is there. So, so he accepted Bhagavatam as a natural commentary and he did not feel the need to write another Bhashya or commentary. But then they were not recognizing. So, Baladeva Bhushan represented Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, Brahma Sampradaya. So, oh, you don't have a bhasha. Oh, you are not bona fide. So, he had to produce a bhasha to establish Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya as the authorized sampradaya among Vaishnavas, and then he wrote the entire Bhashya. But that bhasha is called Govind Bhasha because Radha Govind Dev, who is the deity of Rupa Goswami, was transferred to now is now in Jaipur. Actually, if you go to Jaipur, you can see Radha Govinda. Um, he is called the Thakur of Jaipur. So, very beautiful deity and you know beautiful big temple and all. And that deity was dictating to Balade Vidya Bhushan and he was writing. He absolutely was just writing down the dictation of the deity. That's why it's called Govinda Bhashya. Because Govinda was actually dictating. And Prabhupada also said, my books are not my books. Krishna was dictating and I wrote. It's not that Krishna, oh, he realized and he, he contemplated on it. Like when we write some articles and when, you know, you know, we just speak our realizations. Yeah, that is one. But Prabhupada's level is totally different. Krishna is personally speaking to him and he's writing and he's speaking like that. So, um, okay, I went well on a whole tangent. But, you know, he is Sarvak Shetra, Shetragyam but, uh, so, in that way, he relished, although it seemingly that he could not relish what Radharani was feeling, but then he did it as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <coughs> so now let's get back to the starting of this explanation, which starts at the 101st verse of the 4th chapter of Shastha shlokera artha karite prakash Pratha me kahiye shai shlokera abhash To explain the sixth verse, I shall first give a hint of its meaning. Avatari prabhu pracharila sankirtan Eho bahya hetu purve kariyachi suchan the Lord came to propagate Sankirtan, that is an external purpose, as I have already indicated. Right? So, there is a um, principal cause or the confidential cause for Lord Krishna's appearance. It grows from his own engagements as the foremost enjoyer of loving exchanges. The exact word is connoisseur. Con, connoisseur. Is that, is that how it's pronounced? C-O-N-N-O-I-S-S-E-U-R. Connoisseur. It's actually a French word. It means usually it's one who tastes wine. You know, different kinds of wine and, and cocktails or whatever. To um, So the one who tastes is different. But connoisseur of loving affairs... The perfect conversor of loving affairs is Krishna. So, Rasika Shekhar. Hmm, foremost enjoyer of uh, mellows of love. Ati hetu prakar. prachar. That most confidential cause is threefold. So, we know... That um, in the previous verse, fifth verse, we know that he came as Radharani to, I mean, know himself. Um, then now that in this verse, it is, you know, uh, coming under three headings, three subheadings: the glory of Radharani's love, the wonderful qualities that he possesses that she alone relishes through her love, and then the sweetness that she experiences. Um, uh, when she, uh, when uh, Krishna deals with her, the sweetness that she realizes by, by, by her love. Uh, the sweetness that she experiences. Sorry, So, that these three are the things that he wanted to exactly taste. So, Trividha. Ati gudha hetu. Very, very confidential. The, the most confidential reason is threefold. And Saru um, has revealed it. So, Saru is so intimate. That he knows every little intricacy, every confidential intricacy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm-hmm. Swarupa Gosai Prabhur Ati Antarang Janena Prabhur Eshabaprasang. Swarup, Swarup is the most intimate associate of the Lord. He therefore knows all these topics well. Purport Prior to the Lord's acceptance of the renounced order, Purushottam Bhattacharya, a resident of Navadvip, desired to enter the renounced order of life. Therefore, he left home and went to Banaras, where he accepted the position of brahmacharya from a Mayavadi sannyasi. When he became a brahmachari, he was given the name Sri Damodar Swaroop. He left Banaras shortly thereafter without taking sannyas and he came to Nilachal, Jagannathpuri, where Lord Chaitanya was staying. Hmm. He met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there and dedicated his life for the service of the Lord. He became Lord Chaitanya's secretary and constant companion. He used to enhance the pleasure potency of the Lord by singing appropriate songs which were very much appreciated. Sarup Damodar could understand the secret mission of Lord Chaitanya and it was by His grace only that all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya could know the real purpose of the Lord. Hmm. So he was Purushottam Bhattacharya, resident of Navadvip, who went to Banaras. And God is Brahmachari named Damodar Swarup, or Swarup Damodar. He's the one. Wow. So Swarup Damodar has been identified as Lalita Devi. So Lalita Vishakha, you know the two chief Gopis, you know um, assistants of Radharani. So he is identified as Lalita Devi. Actually, the second expansion of Radharani. However, text 160 of Kavi authoritative Gaur Ganodesh Deepika describes Swarup Damodar as the same. Vishakha Devi, who serves the Lord in Golok Vrindavan. therefore it is to be understood that Sri Swarup Damodar is a direct expansion of Radharani, who helps the Lord experience the attitude of Radharani. Hmm. So either way, whether it is Lalita or Vishakha, is very very confident. In fact, is expansion of Radharani. So therefore, only he could understand all these. Intric- Otherwise, nobody can understand. Nobody can enter into these. <laughs> I mean, the most confidential topics. Nobody? Swarupa Gosai Prabhur At... Oh, this is already finished. Oh, this is already finished. Yeah, okay. Radhikar Bhava Murti Prabhura Antar bhave Sukha Dukha Uthe Nirantar The heart of Lord Chaitanya is the image of Sri Radhika's emotions. Thus, feelings of pleasure and pain arise constantly therein. Purport. Lord Chaitanya's heart was full of the feelings of Srimati Radharani and his appearance resembled hers. Sarup has explained his attitude as Radha Bhava Murti, the attitude of Radharani. One who engages in sense gratification on the material platform can hardly understand Radha Bhava, but one who is freed from the demands of sense gratification can understand it. Radha Bhava must be understood from the Goswamis, those who are actually controllers of the senses. From such authorized sources, it is to be unknown that the attitude of Srimati Radharani is the highest perfection of conjugal love. Now, Radha Bhav must be understood from the Goswamis, those who are actually controllers of the senses. So, Rupa Pade Hoibe Akuti Kabe Hama Bujha Sri Jugal So, Narottam Das Thakur is singing that when Rupa and Raghunath Goswamis they bestow their mercy, Then I can enter into the understandings of Radha and Krishna. So, from such authorized sources, it is to be known that the attitude of Srimati Radharani is the highest perfection of conjugal love, which is the highest of the five transcendental mellows and it is the complete perfection of love of Krishna. These transcendental affairs can be understood on two platforms. One is called elevated and the other is called super elevated. <laughs> there is no like elevated and below. No, elevated and super elevated. In fact, Krishna is also known in three stages. I mean, not the Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan, but as Krishna person himself. He is understood to be perfect, more perfect and most perfect. When he is in Dwarka, he is understood to be perfect. When he is in Madhura, he is understood to be more perfect. In Vrindavan, he is most perfect. All the time, he is perfect only. Mm-hmm. In that also, there is again. How can be perfect? Perfect means perfect, right? Like, that is this limit. But Krishna, he is Krishna, he is unlimited. So, there is unlimited perfection. So <laughs> Transcendental affairs can be understood on two platforms. One is called elevated and the other is called super elevated. The loving affairs exhibited in Dwarka, the elevated form, ah, again you see, the super elevated position is reached in the manifestations of the pastimes of Vrindavan. The attitude of Lord Chaitanya is certainly super elevated. Mahabhava. From the life of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, an intelligent person engaged in pure devotional service can understand, can understand that he always felt separation from Krishna within himself. In that separation, he sometimes felt that he had found Krishna and was enjoying a meeting. In that separation, he became mad and he was thinking that he actually met Krishna. The significance of this separation and meeting is very specific. If someone tries to understand the exalted position of Lord Chaitanya without knowing this, he is sure to misunderstand it. One must first become fully self-realized, otherwise one may misidentify the Lord as Nagara or the enjoyer of the damsels of Raja, thus committing the mistake of Rasabhas or overlapping understanding. Okay, this is a very technical subject. I, want, I don't want to go much deep into this. Um, but Rasabhas is very elaborately explained in the um, Bhaktira Samrata Sandhu, the Nectar of Devotion. Shesha Leelay Krishna Viraha Unma Brahma Maya Cheshta Ar Pralab Maya Vad in the final portion of his pastimes, Lord Chaitanya was obsessed with the madness of separation from Lord Krishna. He acted in erroneous ways and talked deliriously. Purport. Actually, when I was... Um, I was reading, when I was reading the final antilila of Chaitanya Charitam, I, I was thinking, what? I mean, complete madness. Absolute Madness. I mean, and hardly could understand. We can, ha- I mean, we can never understand what he was thinking and wh- why he was behaving like. How can somebody behave like this? How can somebody think like this? What is even going on in his mind? It's just beyond understanding. We just can read only. We will never understand. Same. Purpur, Lord Sri Chaitanya exhibited the highest stage of the feelings of a devotee in separation from the Lord. This exhibition was sublime because he was completely perfect in the feelings of separation. Materialists, however, cannot understand this. That's why, we, that's why I could not understand. Materialists cannot understand. Sometimes materialistic scholars think that he was diseased or crazy. <laughs> their problem is that they always engage in material sense gratification and can never understand the feelings of the devotees and the Lord. Materialists are most abominable in their ideas. They think that they can enjoy directly perceivable, gross objects by their senses and that they can similarly deal with the transcendental features of Lord Chaitanya. Yeah. But the Lord is understood only in pursuance of the principles laid down by the Goswamis headed by Swarup Damudur. Doctrines like those of the Nadia Nagaris, a class of so-called devotees, are never presented by authorized persons like Swaroop Damudur or the six Goswamis. The ideas of the Gauranga Nagaris are simply a mental concoction and they are completely on the mental platform. So actually, there are what is Gauranga Nagaris, what is Nadia Nagaris? So there are thirteen kinds of deviations in the philosophy after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advented, after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left. In the Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, there have been deviations, complete deviations. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur has identified them as thirteen in number. And he gave them names Aula, Baula, Sakhi Bheki, uh, Gauranga Nagaris, uh, Sahajiya, uh, what is that? Uh, Kartabhaja uh, Forgot many other names are there. So, all the 13 names are there actually. So, all of them have different different kinds of concoctions. So, the Gauranga Nagare is they uh, think Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as an ordinary person and sometimes they become so-called uh, gopis or To be enjoyed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does not enjoy with gopis. He is coming in the mood of Radharani and he is rasa It is total rasa to treat him like Krishna now because his mood was different. Radha bhava dhyati So, Radha bhava murti. He did not come as Krishna murti. No, he came as Radha bhava murti. So, they have a different kind of speculation. So, Gauranga he is he's addressing that. Speculation of the this type of deviance. Ah, this is actually... Just as Radhika went mad at the sight of Uddhava, so Lord Chaitanya was obsessed day and night with the madness of separation. So, um, when Radharani saw Uddhava... Uddhava actually Krishna sent Uddhava to Vrindavan to pacify the gopis. But then, um, when she saw Uddhava, she became mad. Why? Not because she had any feeling for Uddhava, but because Uddhava resembled Krishna so much, and immediately he reminded completely of Krishna, reminded her completely of Krishna. So she went mad. In fact, not only Uddhava. Even when she sees a tamal tree, tamal tree, the trunk of the tree is a slightly bluish in color. Actually, there is one tamal tree in the Vrindavan courtyard. So, um, whenever she sees tamal trees, oh, she embraces, thinking he is Krishna, thinking that the tree is Krishna. So, in that way, she is mad in separation of Krishna. So, when she saw Uddhava, immediately she reminded of, I mean, she remembered Krishna and became mad. So just as Radhika when actually there is this, then there is this uh, Brahmara Gita, Brahmara Gita, where uh, she she was talking to a bumblebee uh, in madness, in her transcendental madness. Now what she was talking in that Brahmara Gita, Brahmara means the bumblebee. So just like Bhagavad Gita, you know, uddhava Gita, there is Brahmara Gita. So I mean this uh, Radharani was speaking to the Bumblebee. Now, Whatever that mood was, madness. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, see, Radhikar Bhava Jeche Uddhava Darshane, Shai Bhave Matta Prabhu Rahe Ratri Dine. Night and day, every day he used to be in that same. Whereas Radharani's, that kind of thing, I mean that kind of mood was only shown in that meeting. When Uddhava came there, but that much information is revealed in the Bhagavatam. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was like that day and night. So, Lord Chaitanya was obsessed day and night with the madness of separation. Those under the the shelter of the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can understand that his mode of worship of the Supreme Lord Krishna in separation is the real worship of the Lord. This is called technically Vipralambha Seva. Service in separation. Not that, oh, I have seen Krishna. I am talking to Krishna now. You don't know. I am talking to Krishna. This is rubbish. People who talk like this are an absolute rubbish nonsense. So, uh, when the feelings of separation become very intense one attains the stage of meeting shri krishna <laughs> this is this is something which cannot be understood by us i mean at least materialists when the feelings of separation become very intense one attains the stage of meeting shri krishna this is how how, how what <laughs> hmm. so this is the difference between Ordinary separation in the material way, when we separate from somebody in this material world, we actually miss that person. But here, when Radharani misses Krishna so much, then she actually meets Krishna, because Krishna and and the name of Krishna are non-different. Krishna and thought of Krishna are non-different. So when one thinks of Krishna, he is with Krishna. Whereas if you think of any material, I mean anybody else, you're not with that person. That person is not with you. Oh, of course, people say, Oh, when somebody passes away, Oh, He is still in our hearts. He is still with us. It's just a figurative way of saying. But actually, He is not there. But in Krishna's case, He is actually there because He is omnipresent. And especially so, when He is remembered, He is right there. Krishna, uh, what is that? He is non-different from His name. He is non-different from His thought. He is non-different from his book, the Bhagavatam. He is non-different from Bhagavad Gita. He is non-different from his service. Um, So, that intense feeling of separation becomes so intense that Radharani says that when I see Krishna, I actually see see Radharani's love for Krishna is so, um, how to say, beyond our understanding. That she says, I prefer to actually be separated from Krishna. She says, because when I see Krishna, I see Krishna right in front of me as one Krishna. But when he's not in front of me, I see the entire universe as Krishna. I see Krishna everywhere I see. So I see actually millions of Krishnas when he is not with me. But when he is with me, I see only one Krishna. That's not enough. I want to see millions of Krishnas. I I want to see Krishna everywhere.
1: Hmm.
0: Therefore, I prefer separation than meeting. Radharani says like that. So, this is totally beyond our understanding. Um, When the feelings of separation become very intense, one attains the stage of meeting Shri Krishna. Wow! So-called devotees like the Sahajiyas cheaply imagine that they are meeting Krishna in Vrindavan. Such thinking may be useful, but actually meeting Krishna is possible through the attitude of separation taught by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Why he said it is u- maybe such thinking may be useful? Well, don't try. Oh, Prabhupada said imagining uh, cheaply imagining meeting Krishna is useful. Okay, Prabhu, I am meeting Krishna every day now. No, please. Huh? He is saying that at least they are thinking of Krishna in that way, although it is not authorized. But you know. Many devotees have, I mean, Putana came to Krishna in an unauthorized way to kill Krishna. But Krishna again took the good side. Oh, she gave me her breast milk. So, she is my mother. So, Lebhe dhatri uchitam tatonyam kam sharanam vrajema. You know, Sukadeva Goswami said that famous verse. I mean, he turned a devotee by that famous verse. You see, 3 2 23. Ahobakiyam, tatonyam, kam sharanam Alas, how shall I take shelter of one more merciful than he who granted the position of mother to a she-demon, Putana, although she was unfaithful and she prepared deadly poison to be sucked from her breast? So here is an example in the purport. Prabhupada writes of the extreme mercy of the Lord even to His enemy. So that's why Prabhupada said it is useful. Putana, the way she came to Krishna is not the correct way, but still it became useful because she she gave. I mean, Krishna gave her the position of mother. Oh, she gave me her breast, so she is my mother. That's it. Not that the breast was actually uh, smeared with poison. That he did not. uh, Not a big deal for Krishna. Because it's her foolishness that she thought that she can kill me. I mean, what can kill me? So, I mean, for example, uh, if somebody does something to you which absolutely does not harm you, but their intention was to harm you, like a child sometimes, you know, you know, tries to... um, disturb the parents maybe thinking that or oh, this would disturb him but actually the parent for the parent is nothing so it's foolishness of the child it's a laughable you know so like that for Krishna it's not a big deal because poison on for us poison oh, poison how can you do that but for Krishna poison oh, no problem <laughs> for, for him nothing can kill him I mean so for him he did not take it very seriously poison so what actually but she at least gave her You know, um, her breast to be sucked by me, so she's mother. So, in that way, even though, that's why Prabhupada says such thinking may be useful. But it's not that we have to go to Krishna like a Putana or like Kamsa. Kamsa was also always thinking of Krishna, (laughs) but unfavorably. But still, he achieved highest perfection. But, Krishna Krishnanishvila nam bhaktiruttama. We have to approach Krishna favorably not unfavorably hmm. although even unfavorable um, you know thinking of krishna will still benefit but the benefit of favorable thinking of krishna is far higher otherwise that's not fair right that's why the persons who are envious of krishna they go into the brahmajyoti but of course <laughs> Putana even went back as a mother not brahmajyoti went back and became mother dhatri dhatri means nurse uh, One of the seven mothers, you know, Dhatri. So she went to become um, achieve a motherly position. Shishupal went back. Jay and Vijay came as these three. After that, they went back. So such thinking may be useful, but it is not that we have to do that. Uh, So that see, sometimes so-called stupid followers of Prabhupada, they say, "Oh, we are see Prabhupada said this, Prabhupada said." In fact, some one of the guru. Uh, disciples. Prabhupada writes in one purport in the fourth canto saying that uh, the disciple should be, uh, even if the spiritual master is uh, not going back to Godhead, the, spiri- the disciple should take him back to Godhead. A disciple, I mean, if a powerful disciple can take him back to Godhead. That is in his own humility he is writing. But one devotee from his con said that, you see, you see, Prabhupada said a disciple can take back the guru to Godhead. Uh, so that means If the Guru falls down, it it is okay. It is not a big thing. Guru can fall down. And a disciple can save the Guru. We have to understand what is the... I mean, how to understand Prabhupada's words. We have to know how to... A disciple means he should understand the mood of Prabhupada. When you say useful, (gasps) such thinking of useful. I will start thinking like that. Stupidity. Did Prabhupada say... uh, One devotee was told by some stupid Baba in Vrindavan, saying that, oh, you are actually a peacock in the spiritual world. So he started... Practicing like a peacock. No, I don't know how the, how to imitate the peacock sound. But he was trying to, uh, uh, you know, like a cool like a peacock. I mean, that is not what you should do. You should chant Hare Krishna. Not make peacock sound, you know. <laughs> next life, we peacock in the, not in the spiritual world, but material world. <laughs> and that's a totally different peacock. The only benefit would be, if one of the feathers may be, taken by a devotee and offered to Krishna. On the Krishna's head. <laughs> yeah. Then there is some use. If you are a material peacock. But how many peacocks get the chance even. Of their feathers plucked and offered to Krishna. So. <laughs> so instead of becoming a sp- peacock in the spiritual world. He, began, he will become a peacock in the material world. So we cannot. You know. <laughs> start to cheaply do these things. This has to be revealed. Yeah? The Such thinking. Uh, sorry, actual meeting Krishna is possible through the attitude of separation taught by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So if one wants to actually meet, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is teaching. By intense separation, one attains the stage of meeting Krishna. Hmm. At night, he talked incoherently in grief with his arms around Swarup Damodur's neck. He spoke out his heart in ecstatic inspiration. This was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, incoherently. And actually, if you read the antarila, you will think, uh, you know, wow, this is complete madness, absolute madness. This is the pinnacle of quoting verses. Whenever a particular sentiment arose in his heart, Swarup damodar satisfied him by singing songs or reciting verses of the same nature. We are quoting verses uh, according to some philosophical point that we are making. But he is going above the philosophical points. Of course, he is expert in philosophical. But he was also expert in the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And whatever mood Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was feeling in his heart, Swarup damodar could realize that and he could quote shlokas and sing songs from geet govinda from you know krishna karanamrita of uh, balu mangal thakur and all these uh, confidential books and he chanted these uh, shlokas and songs to enhance to uh, assist chaitanya mahaprabhu in his mood of separation karyanahi kichu e vichare Aage iha vivaribo, ribo Vistare. To analyze these pastimes is not necessary now. <laughs> Later I shall describe them in detail. Purvevraje krishna ratri vidhavayo dharma Kaumara pauganda kaishora atimarma Formerly in Vraja, Lord Krishna displayed three ages, namely childhood, boyhood and adolescence. His adolescence is especially significant. Ati Marma. The very core. Ati Marma. Vatsalya Aveshe Koila Kaumara Safal Pauganda Safal koila Loya Sakhaval Parental affection made his childhood fruitful, his boyhood was successful with his friends. Hmm. In youth, he tasted the essence of rasa, fulfilling his desires and pastimes like the rasa dance with Srimati Radhika and the other gopis. I mean, just like in our stages, in our life, in childhood, we enjoy the parental love of our parents when we grow a little bit more into our teens uh, into a pauganda like after six seven eight years old and all the way to about 15 years old pauganda is we basically you know go with friends and our relationships more become more close with friends rather than parents in the beginning it was completely parents in fact when parent you know you can't see the parent the child will cry (laughs) but later on the child doesn't want to see the parent (laughs) <laughs> he want to be with his um, uh, friends <laughs> if the parents come somewhere in between when he is with his friends he will be embarrassed nowadays children are like that when he is with his friends if his parents come there he will be embarrassed oh this is my parent oh he's so old fashioned you see he's no is no fashion style nothing they think like this nowadays and then finally when he is even more in youthhood uh, what is that one goes after the opposite sex in this material world the same thing is with Krishna but his uh, leelas are all transcendental, not like an ordinary lust here. Hmm. So in his youth he made his he made his youth successful by his pastimes with the gopis. Kaishhoraya kama jagata sakal. In his youth, Lord Krishna made all three of his ages and the entire universe successful. Not just he became successful, he entire universe made successful by his pastimes of the amorous love like the rasa dance. You see? manayan reme Wow, from the Vishnu Puran. Lord Madhusudan enjoyed his youth with pastimes on autumn nights in the midst of the jewel-like milkmaids. Thus he dispelled all the misfortunes of the world. This is a verse from the Vishnu 5 5th canto, 13th chapter, 60th verse. so how you may you may wonder what he danced with some girls and how did that uh, dispel the misfortunes of the world it, it absolutely is connected why see the misfortune of this world is because of our lusty desires in this world and of all lusty desires the greatest attachment is attachment to woman right I don't believe? Srimad Bhagavatam says in two places, third canto and eleventh canto. Third canto, thirty-first chapter. I think verse thirty five. Nathasabha <laughs> Venmoho, Bandhaschanya Prasangataha, Yoshit Sangad, Yatha Pumso, Yathata The infatuation and bondage which accrue to a man from attachment to any other object is not as complete as that resulting from attachment to a woman or to the fellowship of men who are fond of women. So the attachment in this material world is not complete until one gets attached to a woman. When one gets attached to a woman means married life and then home, children, I mean um, relatives and wealth. He has to work hard day and night. Whole life is spent... Just for those attachments. So in this way, the attachment is complete. That means he has absolutely zero, almost zero time for his own self-realization actually. So that is a misfortune. And because of this, we are going life after life after life in this material world, chasing the same damn things. Eating, sleeping, sex and defense. Same things. And this is greatest misfortune. We are supposed to be enjoying with Krishna in his Rasa Leela. But we are caught up with our own Rasa, not Leela, our uh, Karma. Rasa Karma. (laughs) And we are suffering. We are suffering. So, to invite us. Because we want love. Everybody wants love. And if they want to be loved, uh, that's why we we look for relationships, right? So, without having information that we can actually love Krishna in conjugal love, in friendship, in parental love, in, in servitorship, if we don't know that we can actually have all these relationships with Krishna, then what we will do? That's exactly what people are doing in this world. People are becoming somebody's servants. People are some, becoming somebody's friends. People are becoming parents and conjugal lovers in search for happiness. They are having the same relationships which are supposed to have with the Lord but they are having with imperfect people of this world and that is bringing about a lot of misfortune and they are getting entangled in this life after life after life. So, Krishna by his own mercy actually um, it is explained very nicely in the um, Srimad Bhagavatam by सुखदेव Goswami. by showing, by exhibiting his राशलीला pastimes, he and all his, you know, pastimes with his cowherd boyfriends and everybody, he is, I mean he's showing us that hey, you can actually have all these relationships, relationships with me and that too permanently. Even if you say, oh this is a match made in heaven or a match made in hell or whatever it is, or on earth. Ah, oh, is the you know the together whole life, but again whole life after that life finished, they are separated, right? Our relationships in this world will end, no matter what, either by death or by disagreement or whatever it is. The relationships will end. That's the true nature of this material world. But Krishna, with Krishna, actually we don't want any relationship to end, even if the body is rotten to the core we still don't want to give up the body we still don't want to give up our so called relatives based on the body actually everybody wants eternal relationships nobody wants a broken relationships right but we all we are having our broken relationships in this material world so krishna is offering us eternal relationship which we will never lose uh, and the Lila is the topmost so when he exhibited this It gave immense hope to all the living entities of the universe. Ah, Now, yes. So, now we can have a relationship with Krishna actually. So, this is all possible. That's good. Okay. I will take up Krishna consciousness to inspire us. To take our mind away from the useless relationships of this material world and uh, have those same relationships with Krishna. Fruitful relationships. Eternal relationships. That's why Krishna exhibited all these things when he came down. So when, when these words are used, oh, uh, he danced with the milkmaids and thus he dispelled all the misfortunes of the world. Now, uh, we must think, uh, why, why, why? How come it, they are connected, first of all? How come the misfortunes of the world are connected or dispelled by dancing with girls? How does that even make sense? It does make sense. If it doesn't make sense, that means we have not contemplated on it. We have to contemplate. That's why when we are reading all these shlokas, we must read them carefully. Who is this Andy Bhagwan din writing so many things uh, unrelated things what is that? please listen to the class I don't know you're Indian Krishna and is and so is prabhu pot what what are you are talking where I live is it is Indian land don't misunderstand where individuals I don't understand I mean why you are saying something which have no connections you're also talking incoherently is it <laughs> In madness hope I mean maybe I mean no offense but please um, stay attentive in the class this is not if see people's behavior online is something always different from when they're physically present if you're physically present in a class will you when somebody is giving a class and then you say that's like hope which means a lot if you are a prostitute Krishna is on his own everyone else is dependent that's the glory of God will you shout all these things in the middle of the class you won't right so behave as you would in a actual physical class in a, in, a, in a temple setting and ask relevant questions I mean we don't want unrelated comments unrelated um, conversations please don't get offended but I mean something that I have to tell it's my duty so don't feel bad about it but that's something I have to tell okay this is some Sanskrit here wow what is this okay Andy says okay sir." Oh, Thank you for taking it in a good spirit. Yeah. So, uh, what is this? Oh. Prabhupada was mentioning this verse. and Not exactly he quoted the verse Sanskrit, but he explained this and he called Krishna as the supreme rascal. <laughs> okay, let's see. How many... Syllables it is and then we will decide the tune. Vacha-suchita Vacha-suchita-sarvari-ratikala pra radhikam 19 syllables. Shardula-vikridita-chanda okay. Vacha-suchita-sarvari-ratikala pra radhikam Vrida kunchitalo chanam virachayan Agresakhinamasau Tadvakshoru ha chitra keli makari Panditya pāramgata Kaishoram safalikaroti kalayan Kunje vihāram hari One mistake though. I made. kaishoram saphali because in Sanskrit there is no safali Fa is sounded in Hindi or Bengali. We may say safali but in Sanskrit it's not fa. Ph is pa kaishoram saphali karoti kalayan kunje viharam hari. So, why this verse is quoted here? Because. He made his uh, childhood successful by experiencing parental love from his parents, uh, foster parents. Then his uh, boyhood was successful because of his friendship with his boyfriends, and then his youth was successful. Kaishoram Saphali Karoti. This is to what is that express how he made his youth successful by. Conjugal pastimes and this is one of the such pastimes of his naughtiness that he made. Lord Krishna made Srimati Radharani close her eyes in shame before her friends by his words relating their amorous activities on the previous night. Then he showed the highest limit of cleverness in drawing pictures of dolphins in various playful sports on her breasts. In this way, Lord Hari made his youth successful by performing pastimes in the bushes with Sri Radha and her friends. This is a verse from the Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu of Srila Rupa Goswami. Now, these are not some uh, uh, erotic, uh, mundane uh, sexual literature. No. This is actually the Lord's pastimes with the Gopis, with Rajarani. This is not to be considered again like ordinary sexual activities in this material world. Not at all. In this world, if a man can, you know, um, you know, play with the private parts of the woman, uh, he will think, "Oh, that is successful life." You see, but um, Krishna did all this, you know, and that's how he made, He made his youth successful, and that enjoying with the gopis is completely spiritual. He doesn't need to, but by the devotion he bought, because they wanted to experience or love him as a conjugal lover, he reciprocates. He reciprocates the devotees in the proper mood that they want him to. You see? Uh, if they want him as a son, he will play with a perfect son. With Yeshoda, Nanda Maharaj, vasudev Devaki. As a friend, he plays a perfect friend with his cowherd boyfriends and Arjuna, Uddhava. Uh, When they want him as a conjugal lover, he will reciprocate as a perfect conjugal lover. As if he is completely hand-pecked, although he is not. But by devotion, he becomes hand-pecked. He he voluntarily submits to pure devotion. So, his uh, amorous pastimes with the gopis are not to be considered like ordinary affairs of this world. That's why, you see, these kind of words, these are very confidential verses actually. But there are many, many such verses in Geet Govinda and all this. But we are not supposed to read that. Prabhupada forbids us to, uh, from reading all these verses because if we are not advanced, we will think in a sexual way and then we will get distracted by the total opposite of what we should actually be attracted by. So, that's why we have to get sufficient advancement, completely liberated in fact, before we can actually understand all these things. So, we we read this because it is mentioned there. And we respect it and move on. What is that? Harireshana ched avatarishyan Mathuraya madhurakshi radhikacha Abhavishyadiyam pritha Visrishtir makarankastu visheshatastadatra Actually, wait. What is this chanda even? Harir esha na chedh Avata Oh, 11 Mathuraya madhurakshi radhikacha 12 Oh, so it should be Dhammadrashtakatyam. Hmm. Hari reshana chedavatarishyan, Mathurayam madhurakshi radhikacha, Abhavishyadhyam vritha veshrishtir, Makarankas tu visheshatas tadatra. O oh, Pau if Lord Hari had not descended in Mathura vishrimati radharani, this entire creation and especially Cupid, the demigod of love would have been useless. This verse is spoken by Shri Vrindadevi in the Vidak Madhava of Srila Rupa Goswami, 7.3. Vidak is a drama written by Rupa Goswami based on Radha Krishna pastimes. Eimata Purve Krishna Rase Sadan Yadyapi Karila Rasan Niryasa Charvan Tathapinahilatina Vanchita Puran even though Lord Krishna, the abode of all mellows had previously in this way chewed the essence of the mellows of love still he was unable to fulfill three desires although he made efforts to taste them You see how the connection is made now Why even the childhood, boyhood, youthhood and he drawing dolphins on the breasts of Radharani How they are even connected with the verse that we are sixth verse The three things that Krishna wanted to see. This is the thing. That he is the perfect. He knows how to enjoy his life. He knows how to enjoy. He knows how to enjoy his boyhood. I mean, uh, absolute infancy, boyhood and youthhood. And of course, he doesn't grow beyond youth. So, he he completely enjoyed his life. He made every, every part of his life successful. Sometimes, we, I mean, in our material context, we sometimes think that, oh my childhood was so nice you know I was but of course when we were as a child we hated our exams we hated the uh, scolding from our parents our teacher or beating whatever we hated them that but still we played and now when we become adults when oh my childhood was so nice I was playing this way that way or when we're child when we're children I remember when I was a child I was always thinking oh only if I can grow up there'll be no more problem because why no more exams (laughs) I was thinking, no more this, uh, uh, what, uh, quarterly tests, half yearly tests and, you know, term exams and final exams and studying and, you know, homework and all these things, no homework. I was thinking, I was looking at my father, wow, he's just working, getting money, no homework, no exam, wow, what a life. And when I grew up, of course, I never went to work, but uh, fortunately, I became a devotee here, I mean, I joined the temple, but now I understand. That actually, <laughs> this is far worse. People are stressed to the max, you know. Uh, then they, when they grow up, then they lament, "Oh, I should have." Uh, childhood is so nice. And when they were a child, they wanted adulthood. When they are adults, they want childhood. So in, that, they're all, in this way, they are always lamenting. Then none, none of their lives, none of their parts of their lives, were successful. I mean, a little bit success, of course. We relish our memories, like we played here with our friends, made pranks or whatever jokes or this that. But Eventually, I mean, it's not like what Krishna can do. See, I mean, Krishna is unlimitedly, he can enjoy, right? So, he perfectly knows how to enjoy life and he knows how to taste the different mellows of love with his different um, range of devotees. Still, here it is. Although Lord Krishna, the abode of all mellows, has previously in this way chewed the essence of the mellows of love, still he was unable to fulfill three desires, although he made efforts to taste them. He tried his best. Still could not. That uh, elevated Srimati Radharani. So elevated that he himself could not understand. <clears throat> I shall explain his first desire. Krishna says, I am the primary cause of all rasas. Purnananda maya maya purna Radhikar, Prema Ama Koraya Unmatta. I am the full spiritual truth, and I am made of full joy. But the love of Srimati Radharani drives me mad. Why again? You are saying oh, that's hell. What is hell, Andy? I don't understand. Why suddenly you say something incoherent? Please, please, just listen. We have to be at, we have to be attentive, you know, in classes. Na jani radhar preme bal je bole kore sarvada vihval I do not know the strength of Radha's love with which she always overwhelms me I do not know Radhikar prem guru ami nata sada Amanana nritya nachaya udbhat The love of Radhika is my teacher and I am her dancing pupil her prema makes me dance various novel dances. Now, in this world, a man becomes hand because he loves his beloved wife or girlfriend or whatever. That's why he will do whatever she wants. Oh, he's saying enjoying women is hell. Okay. Anyway, you just please listen because you put a comment like that, nobody understands. I mean, if you say something, at least say something which is f- fully understandable not that that's hell what is hell radharani's love or krishna's understanding of radharani's love or at, so nobody understand what you're saying so anyway it's not necessary even just watch and you know if you at all leave a comment leave some full comment with full or ask a relevant question like that okay so the hand handpeggedness so here a man dances to the tune of a woman let's see how powerful a woman is although we may say woman is less intelligent woman is you know weaker sex or whatever but actually she is very very powerful see how powerful Nirjitya dit dicchakram Abhuta Vigraho. Oh this is eleven. Nirjitya Dik Chakram Abhuta Vigraho Vara Sanastha Samarajavanditaham Griheshu MAITHUNYA Sukheshu Yoshitam KRIDAMRIGAH Rigahapurusai Saniyate Having conquered the entire circle of directions and being thus free of conflict. A man sits on a splendid throne, Receiving praise from leaders who were once his equals. But when he enters the women's chambers, Where sex pleasure is found, He is led about like a pet animal, O Lord. (laughs) The vast conqueror of the world Becomes conquered by his woman. And she conquered so badly that he becomes a pet animal. The word exactly is used here. kridamriga, a pet animal. You know, so powerful a woman is. Now, the love of Radhika is my teacher. now where is this? Although it is condemned in this world if a man is like that, but in the spirit actually where it is coming from? It is coming from Krishna's nature. How he is unpecked completely under the control and almost like a pet animal of Radharani. So the love of Radhika is my teacher and I am her dancing pupil. Her prema makes me dance various novel dances. So this in this same thing, perverted reflection is the hand-peggedness of the men here in this material world. Oh, another Sanskrit verse. Wow. Full conversation. This text is from Govinda Amrita of Krishna Skavaraj Goswami. This same Krishna Skavraj Goswami who wrote Chaitanya Charitamrita wrote another Sanskrit work, Govinda Amrita. Now there, in one verse, there is a full conversation. Wow. Kasmat vrinde priya. What is it? Kasmat vrinde priya sakhi hare. Pada mulat kuto sao. Oh, 17. Mm-hmm. कस्माद्वृंदे वृन्धे प्रिय सखी हरे पाद कुरुते नृत्य शिक्षां गुरुः कह तं त्वन् मूर्तिः प्रतितरुलटं हम प्रतितरुलतम स्वपश्चात Wow. How beautiful. Oh, my beloved friend Vrinda, where are you coming from? I am coming from the feet of of Sri Hari. Where is he? In the forest on the bank of Radha Kunda. What is he doing there? He is learning dancing. Who is his master? Your image, Radha, revealing itself in every tree and creeper in every direction, is roaming like a skillful dancer, making him dance behind. Your image, Radha, revealing itself in every tree. So, Radha is asking these questions and Vrinda is answering. Your image, Radha, revealing itself in every tree and creeper in every direction, is roaming like a skillful dancer, making him dance behind. See? Nija premaswade mora hoya, hoya je ahlaad, taha koti radha premaswad Whatever pleasure I get from tasting my love for Srimati Radharani, she tastes 10 million times more than me by her love. Just as I am the abode of all mutually contradictory characteristics, so Radha's love is always full of similar contradictions. Radha's love is always full of similar contradictions. I think we have touched upon this topic many many classes ago of Chaitanya Charitamrita. What is the time now? okay I think I will I think from this point on we will continue in the next from uh, 4.126 onwards we will go from next week onwards okay I think that's a lot of verses we covered today because I think not very big purports you know okay let's take any questions that we might have. Well, (laughs) mostly questions are of Andy, Bhagwan, Din. All are uh, incoherent questions or comments. Even though we are all marginal living entities and Krishna stresses the subject of dualities, are we equal to the spiritual master? Cows say people are different and animals are different. So there is superiority and inferior. So I conclude that is also a part of Krishna. That's why he has parents and uncle. Absolutely makes no sense to me. And where are you on the margin? don't understand next what if krishna really has parents like he's the prodigy oh my god i don't get you um how did you even think krishna i have nothing please you know please uh, listen to the class instead of writing all this meaningless comments then Dhiraj, okay. Dhiraj is asking some question. Many people say that Srimati Radharani is a fake fictional character because her mention is not there in any prominent scriptures like Vedas, Upanishads, Mahabharata, Vishnu Puran and most importantly in Srimad Bhagavatam. So can you please provide some solid proofs which proves the existence of Srimati Radharani? Uh, well there is so much actually. So much uh, proof. In the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam also there is proof. What is that verse? Um, Radharani is Aradhana. I forgot the number of the verse. So, anyway, there is actually immense, I mean, even in Vishnu Puran, there is there. And the other verse which we read from Gautamiya Tantra, Brihad Tantra, that is there. And uh, uh, what is this? Uh, Brahma Vaivarta Puran, it is there. It is there, it it's not, is not there. Mention of Radha, Radharani. <clears throat> but uh, to bring out all those references, you know, it will take a few hours. I mean, one hour, one and a half hour maybe. You know, so, is there. I mean, everywhere it is there. And those who don't want to believe, let them not believe. Because see, Radharani, why they don't believe? Because she does not allow herself to be known so easily. We have to really have the mercy of a person who has taken shelter of Radharani for us to even able to know that Radharani is a person. I mean Radharani exists. Radharani is so confidential. Nobody can understand. Nobody can understand even her existence. So that much she is confidential. She is more confidential than Krishna. Much more confidential than Krishna. Even her love for Krishna is never understood usually. It's usually taken as an immoral thing. Never understood properly. So Radharani is very 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 confidential, and only when one is really fortunate, he will understand who is Radharani. And we are having that good fortune that we are in this Gaudiya Vaishnava sampradaya. Lord Prabhupada has introduced us to all these great signs, and um, there is—I mean—there is immense uh, proof of about Radharani in the scriptures. You know, uh, what is that? As I said, uh, Gautamiya, Brihad Gautamiya Tantra, Gopal Tapani Upanishad, there is also the um, Srimad Bhagavatam, also, and uh, Puran also. Just now we read that, what is that verse in the That That is about uh, this one, Gopis and Radharani and all this. So, I think 513 something, just now we have read, no? Few verses back, what is that? Oh, here is milkmaids, gopis. Remes Trirathna Kutastha. Okay, this is about the gopis. And by Brahma vaivarta Purana, there is so much mention of Radharani. Even the the secret wedding of Radha and Krishna is also mentioned there. So, so much is there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Chaitanya Mahabrabhu, Krishna himself is speaking about Radharani so much. You mean Chaitanya Mahabrabhu will lie? Mm-hmm who is an authorized incarnation of Krishna. So much Vedic evidence. Hmm. And do you, you think uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he, bring the stri- he being the strictest sannyasi, okay, he said Radharani's love is the topmost. And Radharani loved Krishna like a paramour. That is very immoral. Uh, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu glorified his He Rajavadhu He is the highest love of uh, the gopis. So, why did he do that? why did he say like that if he is always for moral principles so that means it is the highest Mm. and Rupa Goswami all the Acharyas you think (laughs) they uh, Goswamis you know completely control their senses would dwell on some lusty affairs no and their character was absolutely immaculate I mean perfect character if they had any lusty affair their character would have been questionable but no So anyway, Prithviraj Mishra Prabhu is saying, uh, Prabhupada gave example of Julius Caesar and Cleopatra. Yeah, He was a conqueror but conquered by Cleopatra. I mean, Andy is saying I have a serious problem. I have a niece growing up in this filthy place. What can you do? I don't understand your questions at all, Andy. Absolutely. What would you like me to do? (laughs) Okay. Next, um... Dheeraj, okay, Hare Krishna Prabhu Dhanavad Pranam, sorry for off-topic question, but asking because desperately desperately want to know the answer. Question, as Bhaktasiddhan Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada used to say that we should beat our mind 100 times in the morning and 100 times before going to bed, but what is the practical process for doing the same? I mean, our mind is subtle, so how to do it? So... Um, Chastise our mind, always uh, by first of all, offering obeisances to Vaishnavas, to spiritual master and doing service, menial service, because our mind is always telling us that we are the topmost people, you know, best of the best. So, we have to always bring it down and uh, chastise our mind and remember the instructions of Bhaktivenu Thakur, Narutumdhas Thakur. And how the example how Prahlad Maharaj or you know Prabhupada, any great devotee they present themselves as the most fallen. And the best way to beat the mind is to read Prabhupada's books. Because when we read Prabhupada's books, then we our mind is subdued. All this pride and everything will go eventually. When you read Prabhupada's books, you will get the you will advance. You see? So the best way so and when we read the past times. Reading Prabhupada books means we are reading the your philosophy, the past times and everything. And when we see all these examples of great devotees and uh, so humble and everything, then it just hits us. you know. Oh, what am I thinking? You know, I mean, a person so advanced, he's thinking like that. And what am I thinking? I'm a great devotee. What is this? So, it reminds us always of the beating. I mean, that, that is the beating that you can do. Um, <clears throat> so, the best thing is to read and hear. And learn how to advance Uh, always think of how to execute the order of the spiritual master you see all these things are um, the way to how to control the mind so not to allow the mind to you know come up with ideas and speculations always guided always guided by Sadhu Shastra guru and Always remembering that we are actually we have to be humble, Trinada Pisuni Chena. Reminding the mind to always become humble. Hmm. So, if we execute the order of spiritual master, that means it is already humility. If we are not executing the order of spiritual master, that means we are not humble to the order of the spiritual master. So, by executing the order, we have to become humble. Okay, my life is only meant for serving Krishna, serving the instruction of Srila Prabhupada. So, like that. <coughs> Va- Radharani mention is 10 30, 28. ah uh, no that's not the one another one so this is actually 10 thirty radhika mataji is saying whether it's 10 30, 28. No, this is yes, of course. This particular gopi, this is of course, this is uh, referring to Radharani. Another one is also there. Uh, I think maybe this one, I don't know. I think it's another one. Srila Vishwanathakravartir explains that the word Aradhita refers to Srimati Radharani. Oh, is that the word? Oh, yeah, this is the one, actually. Yeah. Ane Aradhito Nam. Aradhita refers to Radharani. The sage Sukadeva Goswami has tried with all endeavor. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is saying this. Uh, Sukadeva Goswami has tried with all endeavor to keep her name hidden, but now it automatically shines forth from the moon of his mouth. That he has spoken her name is indeed her mercy, and thus the word Aradhita, is like the rumbling of a kettle drum sounded to announce her great good fortune. You see, although the gopis spoke as if jealous of Srimati Radharani, they were actually ecstatic to see that she had she had captured Sri Krishna. So this is the thing, the envy in the spiritual world among the gopis on themselves, it looks like envy, but actually they appreciate one another. But it they, they the the words the 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 way they frame the words is looks like envy. So, that is the contradictory nature of the... It's not that they're actually envious. I think yesterday, when Mataji came here, she was saying that... um, Please, Andy, you please don't comment anymore. I think you're going way too overboard, you know. I think it's not necessary, your comments. It's completely unnecessary. So, yesterday, when Mataji came, um, she was saying that this particular nonsense... I mean... Uh, so-called guru in India, uh, Sadguru, you know, he was saying that Krishna had two wives, and they were not happy, Rukmini and Satyabhama. They were not happy. That's what he's saying. He's a rascal number one, uh, because he doesn't have any understanding of God and devotees and devotional service. Absolute rubbish, mm? and he's speaking like that. So these kind of people, they have no understanding. They have no entrance into the understanding of these past times. Absolutely. So, uh, you see, Gopi is speaking jealous of Radharani, but actually they were ecstatic to see that she captured Vishnu. Actually, that is the thing. Um, I mean, there are so many examples here of, uh, you know, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. Of course, the following detailed description of Shri Radharani's footprints as given by Rupa Goswami in Ujjal Nilamani. But anyway, all these things are, you know, all these things are very confidential things, but can be understood only by devotees. Hmm. Next Dhiraj. Many times in scriptures, Bhagavan, Supreme God is referred for Vishnu, Narayan only. Why not? Name of Krishna is explicitly given. Come on, is given. given in the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is given in the Brahma and the... Vishnu is there, yeah, Narayan. Explicitly, Krishna's name is also given. Krishna Bhagavan Sam, You are not reading? What is this verse? See, Krishna is also very confidential, you know. To understand, Krishna is also very confidential. Among all the Vishnu Tattvas, people can understand Sita Ram. Oh, Ram was so nice. He was only Vrata. He never went for any other woman. He stayed with one woman. But Krishna did not keep that vow. He married 16108. But. Krishna is Sampoorna Bhagavan. He showed his full opulences when he came to Krishna. Ram limited himself. He showed limited partial opulences. But fully, he, you know, he revealed in Krishna himself. So, but that kind of uh, revelation will confuse people. Only exalted devotees, they can understand. I mean, by mercy of Prabhupada, we can understand at least something of Krishna. So, because he has contradictory personalities, whereas ram he you know he um, exhibited himself as maryada purushottam ram but krishna he seemingly flouted the rules of maryada and danced with other other people's wives you see i mean this is uh, seemingly immoral right but no to understand that to understand those affairs one must need much more advancement so that's why vishnu is usually understood but Krishna is very difficult, he is very uh,
1: confidential.
0: Hmm. Similarly, <clears> the <throat> similar, is even more confidential than Krishna. That's why Vishnu is so much known, but not Krishna so much. But he is given, I mean, Ete sakal Indra Lokam Yanti Yuge Yuge. All of the above mentioned incarnations are either, either planetary portions or portions of the planetary portions of the Lord, but Lord Sri Krishna is the original personality of Godhead. All of them appear on planets wherever there is disturbance created by the theist. The Lord incarnates protect the theists. So, they are all portions and portions of Krishna. See? I think that's the end of the session. Again, this Andy is still going on. Okay? You just don't bother him. Alright? Shri Mahaprabhu ki <speaking> jai. <in> Shri ki jai. ki jai. Hare <Hebrew> Krishna.